season three. We're back again, and we've got the guest, the not special, but the guest, Mr. Dan Houlihan <laughs> with us, joining myself, less Tino. Less special every time. Every time. If I keep having to see you, it becomes less special. But it's myself, my buddy Robbie, the family member, Dan Houlihan, here back on season three, part two. So does Christmas become less special every year then? No, no, that's always special because Jesus. Okay? <laughs> so you watch your watch your mouth over there. You respect the wow. Jesus. <laughs> Calm down, guest. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the unrequested sports opinions no one asked for, but yet here we are anyway. Like the milk crate challenge, you just keep coming back. We appreciate it. Um, it's a train wreck. <laughs> well, they'll find that out eventually. And, and like, and like many milk crate challenges, it basically never ends. <laughs> you just kind of get halfway there, and then it falls to pieces. I so. miss the days of planking. You remember planking? That was a whole thing. Oh. What about, what about the cinnamon challenge? The cinnamon challenge was good, wholesome fun. Or the gallon of milk, you know? We just take it all the way that's, back. That's extremely dangerous. I've seen a bunch of people try, and it just ends up in puke. Just puke everywhere. I did a two-liter Coke challenge one time. Like what? About the same. That, felt, that felt spectacular. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, the yeah. aftermath was very spectacular. Yeah, I, I, I would like to propose the question, who hasn't played Edward Forty Hands? Oh, yeah. See, we've all played it. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, we're all, we're all done. Putt, putt, golfing. Yeah. During the putt putts. You know how hard it is to putt with a 40 tape to one hand? Like, very hard. All right. We're off track already. <laughs> We're, we're two minutes into this thing. What? We're just, we're out of here. What in the hell do you guys get up to in Texas that you're playing? <laughs> oh, no, this was, this was. Edward 40 hands at the same time. Oh, no, this, this was Colorado. This is Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. This uh, recent enough. I'm not a young man and this is still recent enough. So <laughs> <laughs> it was only like, we're, one we're, knee surgery ago. Yeah. We're talking like five, six years. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Like that's late twenties. That's, Calm that's down. even like no, you no. like, oh, it's Calm still down, guest, Mr. <laughs> you know, I'll do a power hour at any given point in time, so I don't want to hear listen, it. As goes my wife, so goes my army. So when she <laughs> says it's time, it's time to go do a power hour. <laughs> <sighs> you know, speaking of power, you know who doesn't have any power anymore? Some of the power conferences in college football. Specifically one. Specifically one. That was a beautiful transition. I want everybody to point out that was a beautiful, flawless transition. Yeah, it was a little rough. You know, we we bounced on the landing a little bit, but... I thought that was a great transition. You know, you're welcome. I'm I'm here. It's... And now we're back off the rails. Yeah. (laughs) Remember when the Southwest Conference was a thing? Barely. Like South, okay, think about this at one point in time. The Southwest Conference was arguably barely one of the single best conferences in college football. You had perpetual powers, Texas, right? <laughs> you always had interesting teams like uh, Arkansas and Houston and SMU throws a national championship in there. And eventually, the Southwest Conference falls apart. Only to be saved. <gasps> what? By the Big Eight. 
And the Big 8 comes along and says, let's add the four best teams. <coughs> Baylor, best, best. The four best teams from the Southwest Conference <laughs> make the first super conference. And everything's going to go great. The yep. Big 12 will be on top forever. To be fair, they were forced. To, to be fair. To, 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 to be fair. To be fair. I mean, at some point, you got to take you got to take the good with the bad, right? And so you think you're going to get this unstoppable conference? Is is it just happening again? Is that the is that the SEC right now, or is that just the SEC is now college football for the most part? So, because I mean, that's that's everyone. there is going to like, there's really. going to come a time and a place I think eventually where the money is going to be too stupid, and the best. 20 the best 30 maybe the best 40 teams in college football they break away and do their own thing they make a super duper division one where it's alabama and clemson and ohio state and michigan what's the worst team in, every- that, in that one oh, well, well, well like that michigan <laughs> have you watched michigan the last 10 years if if we put michigan in the big 12 they might actually win bit. a conference title. So, yeah, they're going I, in there. Yeah. You guys put West Virginia in there. I don't know what you want me to tell you. You could have just said, <laughs> hey, is West Virginia good people? And we would have said, I mean, don't invite them over to your house. But, oh, my God, you let them in the house? What's wrong with you people? Yeah, yeah. I know. Then they West burn, Virginia outside. Then they burn couches. I don't. It right. wasn't my choice. I mean, we're all surprised Forget at the amount it, of couches they had. So, yeah, it's, you know, it's just like, well, you're not going to so, have anything I to mean, sit on next year. That's great. So there's going to be a come a time and a place, though, where the 40 best teams, 20, 30, whatever best teams in college football, go to their own thing. And now here's the dirty little secret about this. It's not going to be all 16 of those teams in the SEC. No. Ole Miss? Mississippi oh, no. State? Vandy? Deuces, boys. You're not coming along for this ride. But... Top 40 teams across all of college football, I'm watching it. And I'm watching it every week because it's going to be good football week in, week out. Less of these dud games of someone playing, it's, you know, the Ragin' Cajuns week one where it's going to be hey, 52 hey, to nothing. Put some respect on that. Respect <laughs> on there, Tino, because I think you just well, referred to the 23rd ranked Louisiana Lafayette Ragin' Cajuns. Thank you. Yes. Are they going to stay there? There's a very good chance they could. That's a really good team. And Billy Napier is a fantastic college football coach. I mean, that's uh, still a bit of a stretch. We, we see this every year. Oh, like on, some of these teams on. are going to be up here bit of a stretch. and they're going to go. Bit of a stretch. Go. Let's just move two spots further north on that <laughs> ranking. Yeah. Talking about bit of a stretch. Are you shitting me? Yeah, he is not. Okay. I, I am not. I, I have no defense. All right, ready for this? In, in my favor, I have no defense for why Texas deserves a top 25 spot. Pre-season. If you give me right now, if you give me 21st ranked Texas and 22nd ranked Coastal Carolina University on a neutral field, baby, put big money on Coastal Carolina. Hold, hold on, though, because... Because week one for the Ragin' Cajuns is Texas. The University of Texas. 
<laughs> so it, hold on here. It, I is mean, it in Austin. We're going to it's it's in Austin. Oh, of course, it's in Austin. They yeah. wouldn't go to like we oh, is that, uh, which. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of when they play. Um, Don't they? Play, oh, no, sorry. It's it's A&M in Arkansas that's playing at Jerry World. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. Because Jerry. Because oh, they had that contract yeah. before. Because Jerry, Jerry's SEC. like, I want to I want y'all to come over to my house. I just want y'all to stop on by. Just well, he's also an Arkansas alum. He's exactly. an Arkansas alum. <clears throat> yeah. Played so, on the football just, team. I mean, so, I mean, I'm just, you know. We, we've already established I have no Texas defense for, for the University of fraudulent. Texas being up there. I mean, they could be better this year, but by all means, we're not <laughs> playoff contenders. We're just hoping to stay in the top 20. We just want to stay ranked for one year. That's not going to happen. That would that would be a success in relevancy before making the move to the SEC. So, but you have the Longhorn Network, <laughs> which you realize you realize you haven't done anything in almost any major sport since you. Oh had yeah, that. oh yeah. The thing that literally killed the Big Twelve was the Longhorn Network. Oh yeah, it was uh, this... was not a good idea. No, but it was a great so, idea I'm... for Texas. Props to them for doing it. So, someone's so if I'm paying looking at for this, it. If I look at the top twenty-five, yep. First question: Does Alabama go post to post as the first-ranked team? Does yes. Alabama? Alabama's number one. Do you think they go first week, last week, number one in the AP poll? Uh, yeah. I I just pulled up their schedule. Miami first week. Okay. Florida third week. And then Texas A&M seventh week, sixth week, whatever that is. And then they face LSU early November. Auburn's their final game. But yeah, I think, I think they can pull it out of there. This is a team that has now lost from a, from admittedly an incredibly talented national championship team. It's starting quarterback. It's starting running back four or all five of its offensive linemen. I can't remember which one. Does it matter? Two of the best starting wide receivers. I mean, does there it, has does to hit it a point. Ma- you like, have to. We, we've been saying that for 10 years. Like two quarters under. But, but is this one of this. those years? Is this one of those years where we when they lose two, two games or three loss Alabama team that finds their way into the Outback Bowl or something like that? They could limp into the playoffs. It's hard to keep Bama out of it, depending on what those losses are, right? If LSU is still ranked and up high and they lose that game and say that's their only loss, they're they're going. Like where where's the so, real concern here? I are you this, are you really worried about loses. number fourteen to Miami on the first week? I think your biggest concern is probably that game against New Mexico State. In November, (laughs) (laughs) I think this is a two-loss. It's a trap game. Potentially three-loss Alabama team. All right, who do you have them losing to? You have them losing to what? Florida, LSU, and you have them losing to A and M. I have them losing to A and M. I have them losing to Florida, and I'll hedge for this third one. Maybe LSU. I highly doubt Miami can, but maybe Miami. No, and week one. I'm just saying no. this. You 
do not fall asleep on the Iron Bowl. The Iron Bowl is that's, such a weird, fluky game. That's you can the never one fall I would asleep think. on the Iron Bowl. I think if they're going to lose two games, one of them's going to be the Iron Bowl. But I don't think you're going to get a slip up against A&M. Who's A&M's quarterback? Who's, t- who's Alabama's quarterback? It doesn't we've seen it doesn't matter who Alabama's quarterback is. They just beat them into submission and go, you do exactly this like I am playing a video game. You're going to throw it to who I tell you to throw it to, and you're going to just make it work. AJ McCarron doesn't matter. Put them in, you know, like they make it work. But the uh, Iron Bowl, I, maybe this- one other game. It depends for me, you know, who who does who do, who do they have trouble with? Those athletic A&M. scramble quarterbacks. Johnny Manziel here, okay, had trouble with him. I'll Cam put Newton. One, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put one more one more thing. One more let me speak something one more thing into the ether and just see what it happens here. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I'm gonna speak this. <clears throat> yep, yeah, yeah. Clear it out. Where does Alabama go? Where does Alabama go on October 2nd? Where do they go? I'll say they don't necessarily go anywhere. It is a home game. It's in Tuscaloosa. But who, I should say, who comes to Tuscaloosa? Ole Miss. Uh, It's another one of Saban's assistants who can't beat him. Yeah. And Lane Kiffin. If there is one person who is just a crazy enough person to give Alabama all kinds of fits for what that like game a half is gonna yeah. be pointsy that game is gonna, I, I just think like you hit a point even as good as Saban is at recruiting you hit a point where you're replacing functionally your entire offense huge chunks of your defense your offensive coordinator like eventually something's and- gotta give we we keep saying that about Tom Brady. Like at some point, he's just not going to get up when he's oh, I when have, he's hit. I have thoughts about that too. <laughs> but here we are. You're Tom whatever. Brady's not the MVP of that Super Bowl. <laughs> wow. Anyways, yeah. Tom Brady played adequately enough. Well, we'll come back to that. Tom Brady we'll has actually played adequately enough in like four Super Bowls. But whatever. Yeah. Does he win them? <clears throat> The defense does many times. <laughs> oh. Does he still not win them? Does he still not put them in a position to win those games? And and let's look at the I mean, ones. Let's look at the one he lost exactly a real to Philadelphia. And I'll get off this point. When his defense didn't do anything, he tried to single handedly carry that team to that victory, and they couldn't stop the Eagles to save their life. I didn't life, say so. he played poorly in all of the Super Bowls. You I'm know, just saying, I think he's When the defense overrated. plays he well, he doesn't have to play at that level. So he plays at the level he needs to win, and that's worked. Yeah. He hasn't lost the Super Bowl. Yeah. All right, all right. Anyway. So, anyway. Yeah. But I think Ole Miss just really has too much to replace. Ole Miss. No. But they keep doing the it. The SEC They keep is doing weird. it. Every, every every year we we always talk about well they lost whoever you want to name on offense defense coaching staff water boy whatever you know it doesn't matter they just plug and play someone else so 
I have to see it first. I have to see it first, and I haven't seen it in a real, 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 real long time. So, well, I see, but assistant just doesn't win. Yeah, it's like the Belichick coaching tree. You know, the exception of Flores right now. Like, what do you got? Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So, <sighs> proximity to great coaching Gee. does not make you a great coach. You've no, been a great but offensive Lane coordinator, also but very weird. <laughs> I won't college argue. football in general is very weird. <laughs> he is fit for college football because, yes, that fits him very well. Speaking uh, speaking of weird, is anybody else interested in the fact that one team in the top 10 has never been ranked so highly in the history of the A people? Who is it? The Iowa State Cyclones <laughs> have never been ranked higher than ninth. In the history of the AP poll being a thing. Go Iowa State. They start out at 7th this year. Yeah, go for them. Good for them. Could Iowa State win the Big 12? No. Understanding that Texas and Oklahoma are still both in that conference right now. If if Oklahoma didn't exist in that conference, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'd believe that. But sorry, Oklahoma still Matt Campbell has got them playing great defense. Brock Purdy is a really good quarterback coming back with tons of experience. He is a, he's not a real, he's a good quarterback for I said college. He's a good quarterback coming back with tons of experience. You said he's a really good college, really good. I, let's just take the really out of it. He's a good quarterback. I'm just, you know, I've seen, I've seen a few of the games. I'm, I'm not overly impressed, but we, but we also have seen in the same way that I said, the sec is weird. We have also seen the fact that the big 12 is wildly unpredictable week to week. Yeah, that at any given point in time, Oklahoma can find itself napping. Texas can find itself napping, which is pretty. We, somebody, we've been napping Kansas for 15 has beaten years Texas before. Yeah. Let's be real about Kansas, though. That was that was. Yeah. Out of this world. Weird. That's yeah, not that was, like you. You had to check yourself like did. Did I wake up in a different universe? <laughs> <laughs> to, did Kansas get a new football program that we don't know about. Like they did for a week. Yeah. Apparently, you know, and then they went back. Yeah. And then they, they reverted. Then they remembered who they were. It was like space jam, you know, when, when, when they They, become all those monsters and then all of a sudden you revert back to your former self and you're like, Oh yeah. Oh, we're, we're pretty sad now actually. Yep. I want to say that's it. That one season, Kansas only won. I think what three games, maybe four, but one of those games, was, Texas. was against the University of Texas. Yeah. In, in hey, Austin. Lo- looking at Iowa State's schedule, though, they have Iowa week two. And I mean, Texas in El early Asico. November, which whatever. And then it's really Oklahoma at the end of November. Like they they could. If they're if they can stay buttoned up, they can run through their own schedule. Well, or, they still have to play the Big 12 championship game, too. Yeah. So they probably pay play Oklahoma Oklahoma twice. twice. So they might beat them once they won't beat them in the championship. If you're going to win one and not the other, you win the championship. So I don't know. I mean, I, I don't believe they'll stay there because, yeah, the Big 12 is too much of a hot mess. Like something's going to happen. They're going to end up, you know, as a four loss team or something. And we're all going to be scratching our head looking at these preseason going, what in the hell? I just love but, the fact that uh, that 
Elastico, as it is known in many corners of the college football <laughs> world, Iowa, Iowa State, is going to have featured two ranked teams for only like the third time in its entire history. Yeah, maybe the last time you see it in your lifetime. And you're a younger-ish sort of man. so Younger-ish. <laughs> I thought he was older. Yeah. You would think, so, right? <laughs> so if I'm looking at the rest of the schedule, or the rest of the top 25, uh, is the U good? No, no. But we, but we start this. Their name start, is. Yeah, we start this. It's it's like the Texas thing, right? Like, but it says Texas on the side of your helmet. It's like we can look at them and go, well, but it says Miami on the side of your helmet. Yeah. Yeah. So, watch this. Hold my beer. So, it it's it's preseason fun. They look. I'm sure they're just looking at. Well, man, they have a lot of recruits. They have a lot of good football players. Great. Doesn't know, always kind work. Of like, kind of like USC too. Yeah, I was surprised to see USC. Uh, how does Clay? How does Clay Helton still have a job? How? How does that man still I, have a job? Be, because there's so many jobs. People, you got to give them to someone. People gotta have it. It's USC. They should be able to get almost anybody they want. They should. They will have anybody. But they've lost their clout over the last ten years. Like it's progressively gotten worse for them. Like they can't go out. It doesn't matter. It's the saying saying it's the USC does not have the same impact it did ten years ago. It just doesn't. Because if you if you're USC if you're USC right now. Then where where are if the you candidates? decide that okay we're done with Clay, we're done with Clay Helton we should have done with Clay Helton three years ago but whatever yeah they're gonna pick up the phone and they're gonna call to State College Pennsylvania and say hey James Franklin come to Los Angeles now Penn State is admittedly by college football standards a very very good job mm-hmm. he is still going to go up to one of the arguably top five jobs in the entire country yeah and he like- gets to get out of Pennsylvania. Like Texas is a top one of those top jobs. State college specifically. I Texas, yeah, I mean state. Texas should be. But Texas is its own entire thing altogether because Texas has no idea what it wants to be anymore. Texas is so lost in the weeds that it's just like, I don't know, throw money at it. That doesn't work anymore. What do you me mean? And, it me and Robbie were anymore? talking about this. It's know. like, you know, why did you get rid of Mac Brown? Why? Didn't make any sense then. Still doesn't make any sense now. Because look where North Carolina's ranked. Well, you know, Texas fans are ridiculous. Agreed. Agreed. Well, I don't want to say fans. I'm going to say their boosters are ridiculous. Well, yeah. You want to talk about one of the most overrated stadiums in all college football. Boosters are a lot of money in there. 100,000, the quietest 100,000 person stadium ever. I mean, yeah, I, I don't. I, I, I'm yeah. not a Texas fan, Tino. I don't know. I don't know what you're looking at me for. I I have nothing. I have no response. I've been to I've been to one of the games, and I I was shocked being there. Like, we're all really drunk. We can yell a little bit more. Oh like, no! It's all the old money that goes to the games. Uh, what a quiet! You so look at the watch my football. Pretty much, you look at the stands. They're like far away from the sidelines where. Other stadiums, you're on top of oh, the yeah. sidelines. Well, I, and and I would argue that that's that's a trend across most major sports in Texas. Go to a Rangers game, go to a Mavericks game. Although Mavericks is better than a Cowboys game, like as far as the cheering section goes. So, um, I don't know. It's just a thing in Texas, and I don't get it. I wish they no, were. I, 
they're fanatic. They want to talk about it. Like they want to talk shit about their team, but they don't want to go to the game and like actually cheer and make it hard for the other team, you know, to win the game. So I don't get it. It is what it is. I don't live there anymore. So whatever. I did get yelled at one time at a Texas Rangers game for being too loud. Yeah. See, it's weird. In an outdoor stadium. It's, it's very, very strange. Everything is bigger than Texas except their fandom. Yeah. True story. True. Oh, in Austin. I've got two more questions about the top 25 poll. Oh, God. Gentlemen, are we in on Indiana? <laughs> no. <laughs> I desperately want to be in on Indiana. Like, More than I want USC Indiana. and Texas. I want Indiana. First off, I love I, – I am a – admitted fan of the underdog and like the little guy coming out of nowhere <laughs> whoa that this is a stretch then <laughs> Michael Penn, I, Indi- it's indiana this is like a historical football also ran so all right coming so, in at 17th but look at who they're not making it out of here right their first games against iowa their third games against cincinnati they're what is that six games against penn state and they follow that up with michigan state and then Ohio State, and then Michigan a couple weeks later. <laughs> they beat all but one of those teams last year. They beat one Penn year. State. They beat one Michigan. Year. They beat Michigan State last year. Can they do it again? Can you beat a number four Ohio can, State, if, a number eight Cincinnati, keep, a number 18 Iowa, a number 19 Penn State? If they can State? keep Michael Penix healthy, if they can keep Michael Penix healthy, that game, between Indiana and Ohio State will decide the East because Penn State is a dumpster fire right now. They don't have a quarterback. Penn State has four quarterbacks, which means they have no quarterback. <laughs> yeah, they don't Michigan. It, Jim Harbaugh is getting fired. Like that's all there is to it. Jim Harbaugh is just going to get fired. He's not going to get Michigan fired. State he's, is in. He's going to take a job, you know, somewhere. Not fired. Michigan State's <laughs> in year two of a rebuild, and Rutgers is Rutgers. Yeah, and Maryland is like. I don't know. Tua's younger brother might be good, but Maryland hasn't really gotten that far. Point to me the team that's actually better than Indiana right now in the East. I don't know, but I still think I can look at the schedule and go, they may lose four games. Oh, sure. They might lose four games, but they also might only lose two. (laughs) Or maybe one even. No. Or none. No. Or they might lose all. Again, well, okay, here's the other thing, too. Who's Ohio State's quarterback? Is it the new kid that just came in? Probably. Ohio State doesn't know. Well, it doesn't matter. They have athletes everywhere else. They got guys that are just bigger and stronger than your guys. So at some point, especially in college football, that tends to win. That I eat Alabama. But it only goes so far. It so. all because if that was true, yeah, it'd be like the pros. Yeah, in college, if that it makes was true, a big it'd be like the pros, where the best team would always win. No, but there's less. There's less. There's less parity in college. Yeah, sure. There's, there's less parity, but there's also way more. This gi- much, much larger, gigantic span of possibilities because of that. Because it is not professionalized. Because these kids are sometimes like, I don't know. I'm 21 and I made a dumb choice today. It's just like, yeah. I, I don't know. Like I, I think, gas station sushi before the game here and thought I was going to be fine. I think. Wait. They announced. I think Indiana could do something this year. They announced Stroud as their starting quarterback. Ohio State. Yeah. All right. So I'd I'd like to believe in in Indiana. 
you can get away with. Write this down somewhere. Take note of this. I want to talk about this in probably six weeks, seven weeks, seven I'm putting weeks. A marker, I'm putting a marker down right now. Indiana finishes second in the Big Ten East. And the Indiana-Ohio State game is competitive. Whew. Whew. Man, I can't wait to watch Ohio State just like mow them down. <laughs> it's like well they they rushed for 450 something yards like oh god it's like so yeah i but mean we'll ohio state did lose to purdue one year and purdue was not yeah. very good i was at that game that was I, I think they're a better coach team now i mean I, I they're not losing to indiana so i'll just let that okay. go but write it down danny write it down let's bring I'm, it back I'm in a few up. weeks and and uh and we'll discuss, you know, you watch me. Yeah, I'm going to try. I'm going to watch me. Remember this. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm not going right, to get some so, unresponded texts. That's what I'm going to get. Yep. I have, I have one <laughs> last question. One last question. Three teams. Number eight, Cincinnati. And the aforementioned 22nd ranked Coastal <laughs> Carolina Chanticleers and Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns. Is this the year? So you got three teams starting ranked in the top 25, and Cincinnati is the second highest ranked group of five team in the playoff era. Remember, Houston starts the season ranked sixth, I think it was a few seasons ago. <laughs> yeah. So three a lot of same ago. things, though. Cincinnati, same idea. They've got Indiana. They've got Notre Dame. If Cincinnati or either Coastal or ULL goes undefeated, do they make the playoff? No, God, no. No. You think Cincinnati, even starting his, starting at eighth, and realizing that in that, that Alabama, there's going to be a loser between Texas A&M and Alabama, and realizing that there's going to have to be a loser between Oklahoma and Iowa State. Yeah, and that there's going to have to be a loser it, it eventually, most likely matter. between Georgia their, and Alabama. Their strength of schedule, the teams that they play throughout the year collectively, versus the teams that Cincinnati's going to play throughout the year: Miami of Ohio, Murray State, all right, Indiana, backed with Notre Dame, but Notre Dame's going to be out of that top twenty-five because they've got a ton of tough games. Like, un- unless they beat them and Notre Dame wins the rest of them, they got Temple, UCF. Navy, Tulane, Tulsa, South Florida, SMU, East Carolina. That is not a schedule as an undefeated team that gets you into the playoffs. Because if you get into the playoffs, you you don't want to be in the playoffs if you're Cincinnati winning that schedule undefeated, going into the playoffs, and then just getting embarrassed. Just embarrassed by one of the teams that makes the playoffs. How, How would that be any different from a Washington team that stumbled back asswards into the playoffs <laughs> a few years that's ago. Fair. Or any of that's these, fair. Any of that's, these garbage that Oklahoma the teams who plows through seven. Oklahoma literally just drives over seven dead bodies on the way to, to the playoff. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, and but this logic applies to all of these teams. It, Ohio it State functionally. It, and and, and, and again, just the logic still applies, W's on its but look at this year. schedule. No, you're not going to, when you're looking at the schedule, on your, weak. it is terrible. Temple, Navy, Tulane, Tulsa, on? SMU, East Carolina. Like, no, no, not that many of those games. Not that many of those games are going to have the weight that they need to make it in. Because by the time they play Notre Dame, I'm not sure 
how how high Notre Dame's going to be ranked. All right, well, hold on, hold on. So you mean to tell me that you think that an out-of-conference schedule that includes two currently ranked teams is no good? Yes. But you're currently willing to tell me ranked. that a team that currently is ranked... ranked. This matters okay. at the end of the season. Are those teams going to stay ranked, and are they going to stay highly ranked? All right, let me run Let me run an out-of-conference schedule past you, Tino, and you, you tell me if this one's any good. The Akron Fightin' Zips, the Golden Hurricane of Tulsa, and the currently ranked 11th Oregon Ducks. Is that out of conference State. schedule any good? What is their conference? He's talking about he's Ohio. He's talking about Ohio State. It's Ohio State. Now, now here but you go. But their conference Outside games of 17th ranked hold Indiana, weight. Their conference games still Indiana, hold fun? weight. No, they're not. Indiana's. You you just told me Indiana is going to be. Oh, I don't know if Indiana's going to be good. I'm telling you, straight faced. Penn State is going to not be very good. James Franklin is going to rue the fact that Clay Helton didn't get fired because his ass might be shit canned. Michigan is bad. Michigan State is rebuilding. Rutgers is rebuilding. Maryland is rebuilding. Okay, outside of Ohio Rutgers, Ohio State maybe... has to play two good teams in conference. I'm, go- I'm not going to say these are speed bumps. <laughs> I'm not going to say you're stupid, but I want to power through and say you're stupid. <laughs> yeah. Outside of Rutgers and Maryland, all those other teams are better than those. Most of those they're ACC legitimate teams. teams, and so at the end of the season, when we look at when you look at the total picture for what Cincinnati's going to be playing against, like you, you just don't lend the same weight to. Again, they're playing Temple, UCF, Navy, Tulane, Tulsa, right in the middle of their schedule. Like, not exactly. You can only play the teams that are in front of you at the end of the day. That you put in, that you help put in front of you. So, yeah. Okay. Take some bigger games. You want to be relevant? Take some bigger games. Go for it. Go big or go home. Okay, Oklahoma. (laughs) Hey, not to like... I think this is such a this is such a ridiculous idea that, oh... I'm giving you the reality of this this situation. Because... let, I hope they go undefeated so we can have this conversation as to why they're a borderline, you know, playoff team. And then they're really not going to make it, though. And if they do I, get I in, say, it's, I, not, it's not going to be the game you want to see. Like, you're not going to be tuning in and be like, let me see what Cincinnati's going to do here against. Oh, God, Clemson. Oh, oh, this is OK. This should be here, like a here, rated again. R movie. Like, <clears throat> all right. So you get so you start the season off with Georgia. That's a good game, right? Then you go South Carolina State, a Georgia Tech that's still a mess, an NC State that's probably going to fire its coach, Boston College, Syracuse, who almost definitely will have fired their coach at this point in time, Pitt, (laughs) who might be who the hell knows what, Florida State, which is a dumpster fire, Louisville, which will probably have fired their coach. Then you end the season on just this unbelievable run of UConn, Wake Forest, and South Carolina. Yeah. And you mean to tell me with a straight face, and I am a fan of the University of Pittsburgh football <laughs> team. You mean to tell me with a straight face that Clemson's schedule is that much better than the than Cincinnati's schedule. Those names, those teams, the prospects that they still that they get still lend weight to them. Uh then then this is all kayfabe. 
if this is this all of this is just a joke at this, this point is in time. this is the because reality we not- live in that's what i'm telling you this is the reality we live in you want to look at this just the logistics just the data ever since sure it's going to be if, close if but it's not going to be close if this is this if this doesn't happen if cincinnati runs the table and they are not in one of those four blow the system up because it does not work anymore. Well, it's you never blow worked. It up now. It's never worked. We're not asking for it to work. We're just asking for good, exciting football games. So, and Cincinnati being in the playoffs is not going to be a real exciting game to watch, especially if you're a Cincinnati fan. Like you're going to be like, oh my God, we made it. We can really do. Oh my God. It's 24 to what? There's how many minutes? How? What? Mm. We're not in the first. We're, oh God. We still got half the first quarter left. You know, They're better it, off going to a New Year's Six Bowl, playing against a top-ranked Get team yourself a gonna... nice big bowl, a nice big bowl game outside of the playoffs, and, you know, move along. Let the big boys So I'm play. assuming you guys are just completely ruling out Coastal and oh, yeah. Louisiana. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Give, again, give them a nice big bowl game. That, that hey, let me fun. know when they expand the playoffs. To what? To the top... Top twenty, like I don't know. Top twelve is what they <laughs> what they want. Yeah, you want you want Rutgers or not? So Rutgers, here, here's Louisiana my question: You say you say the top forty teams are going to go break away and do their own thing? That would be interesting. Top forty teams. That would that would be a league I would watch. Oh, I don't, I'd tune in decide most that. most Saturdays for that one. Who knows? How I do mean, you decide it, the top forty. How do you decide that they would? I mean, obviously, that would be a question for those teams to decide. That would be like, <laughs> hey. We're getting our boys. We're with, all going with along. that mythical overarching body that controls college. Oh no, never mind. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah, that <laughs> mythical overarching body that controls college football. It's called the Entertainment and Sports Programming <laughs> Network. <laughs> you want to know who decides who those top thirty or forty teams are? ESPN decides. It's well, you know, those teams. I mean, well, that's not, what's going to happen. Those well, teams are all working. going to decide. It's working. Oklahoma. I'm sorry. I have been told by noted Texans that. Oklahoma is a big rival and gosh darn it. We just always want to go beat Oklahoma and Oklahoma is the bad guy. Don't talk about Texas. Nobody talk about Texas A&M. Don't talk about Texas A&M. We forgot. So we have to beat Oklahoma until it became economically feasible that Texas working with Oklahoma was to its benefit. These teams will put all this horse shit aside when it comes time to find the money. Well, yeah, that's no secret. This is me doing the Manziel. The Mr. Johnny football motion because it worked really well for him. Um, yeah. Although I, I, mean, got, I, I will be happy. It's the way it works. It's the way it works. It's like I will be happy to see UT get absolutely steamrolled in the SEC every year. We are we are well, going to be will. we are going to be the equivalent to what Ole Miss is or Mississippi State. Yeah. I mean, Texas will never be as bad as those teams because those teams are really, 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 really bad. But this is this is my this is my Texas is going to say, hold my beer and watch this. <laughs> so I, was say, I hope you guys like eight and four. Well, it hadn't, you know, hadn't steered us off path uh, so far. So why not do it somewhere else? <laughs> like, whatever. And you still make money. So yeah. God knows. Whatever. How. Well, I know how. Yeah. A lot Listen, of these graduates. We sell a lot, a lot of those of, graduates from the University of Walmart getting. I say UT Walmart t-shirts. sells a lot of great, great merchandise supporting the University of Texas. I'll have you know, 
um, while Mr. Red Raider over there, only the finest gas stations in West Texas have I seen. You know, the the Red Raider symbols up there. Also in Walmart as well. A smaller rack next to the Texas stuff, but still there. So proud. I feel like West Texas is, I feel like West Texas functionally is its own planet anyway, so (laughs) that seems like it checks out. Functionally is is a little bit of an overstatement. (laughs) Yeah, functionally I wouldn't put that in there, (laughs) but it is its own planet, yes. Texas is its own planet, and then West Texas is the Pluto that no one wants to talk about. (laughs) Oh, poor El Paso. What's that make El Paso? Mexico? New Uh, Mexico? New Mexico. Uh, Slash Mexico. Yeah. New Mexico. It's cleaner than Mexico. Texas? (laughs) <laughs> so all right well geez el paso you know does suck opinions say, do you know what el paso did have though power so <laughs> you know you'll win some you lose some <laughs> oh man do you want to talk about some losing titans are gearing up losses preseason and i'm not talking about on a football field they can't Tina, keep the you players are on fire in with these transitions tonight, by the yeah. way. Wow. Building. Like, they can't keep... Did anyone else see this? Like, they have, like, something like nine players and five coaches out due to COVID protocols. We're still in the preseason. Here's my question. How are they not all immune from all getting it last year? <laughs> I, t- <laughs> I, I just worry for anyone that's playing Tennessee this year. Because, Well, I'm not really worried. It's like, but that game's going to get canceled or rescheduled first then probably canceled where they have to forfeit. No, no. The, the, but, remember, they're not even, they're not messing around with rescheduling. They're going right, that's right to that's right. canceling. Just, just and chopping the, it off. The, they're like, the it's too much of a logistic nightmare to try and figure out how you idiots who couldn't follow the rules get to play. So we're just going to not this, do it. So Here's what's going to happen. And, and this uh, is where it's like, some one of these dumb teams one of these super, super unvaccinated teams, the Titans, the Patriots, whoever these teams are that are like rolling out there like, oh, I don't know, like half of the guys are. They're going to get to week three. <laughs> Something's going to They're going to have an outbreak. The NFL is going to cancel the game. They're going to force that team to lose. But worst of all, for all of those guys. The NFL is going to keep they money. Yep. And oh, yeah. the minute that happens, the minute those vax rates go through the roof, hey, they're going to have to, f- the NFL is carrying around this bazooka and they're going to have to fire it this season, but they'll fire it exactly once until everybody gets the gist of it. It's like, oh, we just lost a, I lost a ton of money. Yeah. While they're asleep, vaccinate them. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm all for it. <laughs> They're on like the road in the hotels, are holding down yeah. other players and like doing it themselves. <laughs> you remember that scene from? Uh, uh, oh goodness, uh, Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, where they have the they just hold him down in the, the bed and they start beating him beat with, with the uh, with the soap, soap. blanket party. Yeah, yeah, blanket it's, party. It's <laughs> COVID. Listen, Tennessee, with COVID Tennessee, vaccines. you've got a real chance to be a real contender here. <laughs> I'm speaking to those players in the building. Make it happen. <laughs> uh, what's that? You guys had to forfeit a game to Jacksonville. Oh, no. Why did you do that? <laughs> that? You know, no, that's something the Jets would do. Like, hey, you know, we have a chance at this really great prospect. We should probably win a game. <laughs> <laughs> 
how do we how do we screw up sucking oh that's right that's right we remember uh, it, the best the best one is they were i was listening to uh i, I can't remember which podcast it was i think maybe it would have been might have been Bomani jones and he just said that you know how great is it going to be if somebody like beasley never makes it onto the field this year because even though he'll oh, never God. get covid he just spends the entire season in protocols <laughs> let him he said he you know it's he said he quit it's but not... Tino, he's the best slot receiver in the NFL. <sighs> they they pay him quite a bit of money to Are do you, that too. He? So yeah, I mean, is he, is whatever. He really? I don't think he is. Dallas the was really concerned when we slot. let him go. Yeah, you know, we were really just upset when <laughs> when he took his rap career to Buffalo. Um, yes, he has a so, rap career. What a just so. speaking as a person who has interacted with the denizens of Buffalo, New York, <laughs> what just a match made in heaven there. <laughs> so good for him. Good for him. Oh, man. All right. But that's, I mean, that's what's going to happen. Some teams going to have to forfeit games in the Nets. It's probably, you will magically watch all these teams, these players get vaccinated. Yeah. It's, it's probably going to be Tennessee. You know, examples going to have to be made and Tennessee's going to get it. So, I, I just, like, why would you keep just daring that to happen? I, it just, I just keep scratching my head. Uh, Cause you look at things from like a whole organization, right? Like, when teams are dysfunctional, you look at the much larger picture all of a sudden going, well, where are they getting help from? This is happening in preseason. Man, I got a lot of concerns about their team heading into the season. Uh, so, you know, good luck. I wanted to see Julio maybe win one. Um, this may not be it if this is the uh, way they're going to go. So whatever, whatever. I'm, I'm, they're, I'm not a fan of the Titans. They're fun to watch, but if they get canceled for, you know, a week, whatever for dumb yeah for something that's avoidable i mean even if you're not going to get vaccinated follow the rules they gave you the rules it's pretty pretty cut and dry here so whatever i'm over it i'm done Ah. hey tino speaking of money oh look at this ah see i got appreciate you appreciate you jumping into the segment space and uh helping with the transition it's about time i got some help around here robbie take notes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, no i'm just here to take space I, it, for for those obviously you can't see us but it doesn't look like he's writing anything down um oh so great great for me i'll just keep carrying the load call me derrick henry over here uh you you're in COVID, dino's in covid protocol oh, got it damn it all right already but Let's talk about talks that matter okay contract talks let's go I, I i just i'm gonna ask i'm gonna ask each each one of you real quick if you're the cleveland browns are you signing baker to a long-term deal yes if you're the ravens danny this is gonna be hard for you because you're a pittsburgh fan you re-signing uh, lamar yes now like baker is the easier who, one because who's it's like who's gonna get paid more between those two. Lamar. Oh, Lamar. Lamar gets paid more, but Baker's the easier MVP. choice to make. Because speaking as somebody who has watched just the hilarious cavalcade of just nobodies come <laughs> through that mistake on the lake, do you realize that until last season, the most successful quarterback in first energy stadium history was Ben Roethlisberger? Yeah. Yeah, he had won that. more games in Cleveland Stadium than any Cleveland quarterback that had ever come before him to that point. Yeah, 
the guy that just found a gym this Baker past is summer, like, like he's owns not Cleveland. The best quarterback. He's not the best quarterback even in his own division. But he's the best Cleveland's had for a long time. Resigning him is yeah. walking away easy. I mean, can he take them to a Super Bowl? No, I don't think he can take them to a Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, God, no. Well, I mean, they can he take them to the Can he maybe, maybe, potentially, possibly win them a division? Yes. Yeah, maybe. He could. He, he might win. They right might the win Browns, the division this year. They may I don't win think the, they do it this year. I think they could win it this year, but my hesitancy and it's like I don't know if you heard the, heard our last episode where where I got a little bit on Baker for looking a lot like a gardener. Um, and not the one, you know, working outside, uh, but the men shoe, the majestic, I, the majestic I, mustache, I, but I, I guffawed. Yes. Okay, good. But if I'm, if I'm looking around, if you want to take a logical look at it, you go, what's made Baker successful. The fact that we have just littered every other position within this organization with talent. So, if you want to make it last a little longer, maybe you do something a little bit cheaper than what Baker's going to be looking for. Because someone's going to pay him. I have no doubt he's going to get paid. But if I'm Cleveland, I have my hesitations about being the ones who pay him. I think if you're the Browns, you look at a five-year 100 or a six-year 120 kind of deal, right? It keeps him in the hunt. Will he, quarterbacks, will he take that? Make him nearly the highest pay. He would not. No, will he, he would take, not take that. Like he would not. He's looking. That's he's 20 looking million a year. He's not going to take Josh Allen money. It's got to be less than that because Josh Allen's more successful at this point and show has shown more ability than Baker has. He could carry a team. Baker can't. Baker's not taking I, less see, than thirty can. million a year, though. Like, there's no way. He's looking probably somewhere about 35 ish, 34, 35 million, something similar to Dak Prescott contract numbers, but he's not touching Josh Allen and he's definitely not touching whatever the Ravens are going to give Lamar. Josh Allen, six two fifty or something like that. It's a lot. It's a lot. We can pull it up. I just, I, you know, math is hard. I I went to, I went to, I went to school in Texas. Yeah. So math is hard for me, but I know that's a lot of money. I, and Carolina, that's no paid, way. I mean, Carolina paid Teddy B three year, 60 million. Mm-hmm. Baker's going to require more than that. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to require so, something I, along the lines of Dak Prescott money. So there's no way he's touching a five year, hundred million unless he it, it's they all go, guaranteed, unless they go the Kirk cousins route, which is they just fully guarantee it, which is also if you're the Browns would be a terrible mistake. So, I just because here's the thing. I My think two that cents. I mean, I think the Josh Allen contract was. I don't know if I'm totally sold on Josh Allen to begin with, but that's neither here nor there. Ceilings up there. I though. just think that Baker is. He's not. He's going to finish his career. He might have a nice long career, but Baker Mayfield is going to finish his career with three Pro Bowl appearances. You know, he's he is Bernie Kosar. He is. Ugh. Pick one of these quarterbacks that was in Cleveland in the 80s when they were good, but not exceptional. 
Cleveland has been was plagued in the '80s with good but not exceptional quarterback. And play. you can't was, let that it was play Bernie continue Kozar. by it was doing Vinny the Testaverde. same thing. You can't if you're Cleveland is, do the same thing. Don't do because, it again. But the problem is, the problem is, in the grand scheme of the NFL, even being competent still puts you in the top half of all quarterbacks. Puts you in the top half of all starters. I would say that if you ask me, is Baker Mayfield top five? Absolutely not. Is he top 10? No. Is he top 15? Yeah, uh, I could make a case that Baker yeah, Mayfield's top probably, 15. Probably, yeah, yeah. The problem is, I don't think you can win a Super Bowl with the 14th best quarterback in the NFL unless you have an absolutely lights out defense, which Cleveland does not. They, they're so getting, my pretty, is if you're oh, getting they're pretty close on that lights out defense. But the, if you're Cleveland... You can't pay Baker Mayfield Josh Allen money. You can't pay him any, you know, any of these top, top, top talent because he's not a top talent quarterback. Lamar Jackson's going to make more money because he's a way better and more talented quarterback than Baker Uh, Mayfield. He runs better. I think Lamar Jackson makes better decisions with the ball. He's got a bigger arm than Baker Mayfield does. Their accuracy is very similar in a lot of ways. And Baker Mayfield's a freak athlete who can do – or for God's sake, Lamar is a freak athlete that does things that Baker Mayfield cannot do. Yeah. So no, I think but you you have to give Lamar Jackson again. Yeah. I think the Josh Allen contract's absurd, and Lamar's going to top Buffalo it. Bills. Lamar's going to top it though. Like just understand, Lamar's going to make more money because he's and the he next has an MVP already. He's the next man up, a unanimous yeah. MVP at yeah. that. And like he's just going to get paid. But I am just hoping for the sake of relevancy for the city of cleveland football that they don't pay baker the amount of money that the market is commanding that's the problem he plays quarterback so he's going to get overpaid regardless yeah but he should he should be looking like they should be looking and going you know what considering the production that we got we'll offer you a generous 33 million a year to stay if he doesn't take it you just you got to be straight face cleveland and go okay that's cool we'll let you play out your contract we'll give you the opportunity to go out there and make the money that that you feel you command and he will and he'll make it but he'll make it elsewhere and cleveland can move on down the road with either a one-year gap fill or drafting a quarterback and trying the same thing because they have so many pieces around him i think Brandon it's random weed come on down no god <laughs> Tim Couch. <laughs> Kurt Warner. Just, just bring him up. Just Maybe bring him get back. Phil Rivers out of get Phil Rivers out of retirement. <laughs> oh, I God, I just think no. that there's sometimes you gotta look at you have to be honest with yourself and be like, Well, folks, he's not the prettiest bell in the ball, but <laughs> damn it all, he's ours and we'll keep him. <laughs> For the right price. Don't overpay yeah, him. Exactly. Don't overpay him. And that's that's Do not give that man too much money. Yeah, that is my hesitancy. Not that he's going to go wild or anything with it, but just because it 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 limits what you're able to put around him and right now we haven't seen anything other than him having the weapons he, around him. So He is a quarterback whose success will be directly proportional to the people that they put around him. Yep. Yeah. But he's such a big douche he'll command at least 35. <laughs> Yeah, I I think for me, and, and this is me not being, you know, obviously 
not being a fan of Baker going 33 is my limit per year for what I've seen. So whatever. (sighs) But, you know, it is what it is. (sighs) And now we got Trevor Lawrence. The first overall pick in the NFL draft is going to be the starter week one for the Jags. How's, how does that make you feel? What do you think? Mistake? Was there any doubt he was going to be? After watching that offensive line play? Yeah, eh, a little. A little. Bit. <laughs> a little. Maybe let them settle in just a bit. I mean, they have no identity on offense at all. I mean, you're trying to mix Urban Meyer spread zone read with uh, Daryl Bevel's pro style offense. And it's just not. I it's mean, good. I, they need to figure that out first. It's going to be. Go ba- I, I go back to the original decision to hire Urban Meyer. Uh, Urban Meyer, like what oh, that a was weird. Dumb. That was an incredibly stupid thing. That I, I think because he has cachet in North Florida, that people are like, "Oh, this is Urban Meyer. We'll go watch the Jags." I'm like, I, I'll give it to man, them. I, they've they've sold tickets. They've sold jerseys um, by doing it. You know, bringing in Tebow, bringing in getting the first overall pick, making a splash with a head coach. I get it. I mean, they still have a just an unbelievable amount of cap space, though. They do. Are they still sitting on like thirty million in cap space? Because they like have that? a lot of places they can get better at. <laughs> so, oh yeah, but I, I don't think. I mean, I think that first off, Trevor Lawrence looked like he was NFL ready from like the minute he walked onto a college football field. Yeah. He does this incredible thing that I saw a point, somebody point out on Twitter that is just absolutely but bananas that Trevor Lawrence can literally roll to his left mm-hmm. as a right-handed quarterback. He can roll to his left, open up his hips and just kind of flick, huh, like flip his wrist mm-hmm. and the ball just sails 40 yards downfield yeah. as he's rolling to his with accuracy, with accuracy, with accuracy, like, the That's guy when you was know he's NFL good. ready from yeah. the age of 19. It's So I don't think this is like a situation where he's going to go, this is not a, you know, to use a, an example of, I don't think this is a Sam Darnold. I don't think this is a Josh Rosen. I don't think this is even, you know, like a Dwayne Haskins at this point in time. Oh, where God, it's no. like Go. No, no, no. They're bad and they were overdrafted. Trevor Lawrence is every little bit a number one pick. I just, what else are you going to do? I, I'm worried. I'm worried about what happened to Joe Burrow. And maybe that's a little bit of recency seeping into this decision. But we saw Burrow just get beat up until they had to cart him off the field in his first year, which you never know how that's going to impact a quarterback as far as setbacks or even go back just just a hair or more over and look at Andrew Luck with those first few years when he had to carry that Colts team on offense but he had to take a beating to do it. You know, are you, are you considering the long-term success of your franchise and this quarterback when you're putting them out there week one, knowing the quality, the talent, and really the new NFL coach that is Urban Meyer, all those things put together. Do you just go, maybe we give them just three to four weeks and then put him on the field. I mean, why as well you have Minshew. Yeah. And again, Minshew's 
Minshew is not a bad quarterback. If I'm Cleveland, I I would be looking to see when he's going to go and maybe I can push Baker out the door and bring in someone with a better mustache. Um, but that's just me. I, I just, I, I just don't want to see it happen again. Like we've seen with luck, like we've seen with burrow where something happens and it shortens their career because this kid is just looking great. So, yeah, I mean, Are you- David Carr with luck. Yeah, David Carr. With luck. I Oof. think luck was a totally luck was a totally different situation because Andrew Luck is just like kind of more in, of a naturally weird bird anyway. You know, they that was the guy that he said, you know, they they in the middle of games if he got sacked, he'd like Yeah, yeah. I've seen slap the defender on the head and be like, "That's the way to do it, baby. Way to get a tackle." Yeah. And then like after the game, he'd like text over to the other locker room and be like, "Hey guys, you got any book recommendations or anything like that?" Andrew Luck was a dude who Liked football, was good at football, but kind of just got bored of football after a while. Trevor Lawrence doesn't strike I would me be as that, bored of that kind of player. I mean, if he gets hit like Andrew Luck did, yeah, he may go. And he's already said it, you know, and not to hold it against him, but he's not defined by football. And I think that's the same mentality Andrew Luck had. And after you take so many hits from 330 pound monsters who are trying to take your head off, you re-examine your life and your choices a bit. So I would push that decision down the road. If you can forego three or four, what are really going to be really bad games. And it's not like they're going to win anything this year anyway. Yeah. But like, what's, what does it matter then? So you're saying, okay, you can forego three or four really bad games. It's not like football teams get better and healthier, generally speaking, as the season goes on. So no, if that's they, the whole they've thing, got, if he's they've just, got enough, it, they've got a coach that's got to figure it out. They've got an offensive line. That's got to figure it out. Like those are fairly big pieces to play with while you're also playing with the guy who's actually out on the field, taking the hits. Urban Meyer may take a lot of hits in social media and the press and you know, the columns, whatever you want to call it. But when Trevor Lawrence is the one literally picking himself up off the ground, possibly, you know, every third play, that has a bigger impact on him than it does with urban Meyer. Than if you just go, let's give, let's give it three or four games. Let's learn the week to week flow. Let's get some of these guys a little bit more educated on blocking. And then we roll you out there. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Urban Meyer is going to be gone in two years anyway. <laughs> Health reasons. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I made him quit. They made him quit. Tino. <laughs> I lost too much. This is bullshit. <laughs> I didn't lose this much in Ohio State. Yeah, well. We're, yeah, he's, we're he's, he's going to lose as many games. He's going to lose as many games in his first year in Jacksonville as he did in like his, all of his time yeah, at his Florida, entire, Ohio State, and Utah combined. His entire football That's, career, he'll lose more in the first half of this season. So they're not going to be a good football team. I don't expect him to be a good football team. I just want to see him stay healthy to make it to year two without <laughs> any limitations. So that's and maybe build that line. Yeah. Just because I'm a fan of football and this and the, and watching games is going to be better with him in it than it is without him in it. So, <sighs> all right. Well, on to, on to other quarterbacks of the South. We got Mr. <laughs> recently got LASIK and can now see what jerseys the players are wearing. Jameis Winston, <laughs> Mr. 30 for 30 himself. Has looked awfully impressive, you know. I think this is where, this is where the collective we, 
the the sports viewing public have this idea in our head that co- or college football co- no they're dumb as goddamn <laughs> box of rocks that professional football coaches yeah, that was are like the ago. smartest human beings alive who just spend all this time scheming and all this kind of do- stuff doing all of these kinds of things friends if i brought like a random person off the street told them to watch both Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill in a game and said, now, which one of these two gentlemen do you think should be the starting quarterback? This person is not even going to be like, well, you know, they're going to go, oh, that this the, the Winston guy. He's clearly a better quarterback. This <laughs> guy's built like a cube. This guy's built like a cube with arms. I, I, Massive I guess arms. He's Massive this guy's arms. still faster, though. The first guy is still faster. He's got a bigger arm. He seems to throw it more. Why Why is this a competition? And this is where call, the high, the college it's... football, again, college football <laughs> coach is dumb. Pro football coaches, though, just as dumb. Because everybody is sitting here going, well, I'm, I'm, we just got to say, we, I'm, I'm Sean Payton. I'm the smartest guy that's ever existed. We talked so about I it. I think I can beat there, Taysom Hill. There, was, there no, was no question. Just give the job to Jameis already. There was no question. They wanted to see Jameis fight a little bit for it. Make sure he was up for the competition aspect of it from being I mean, a starter yeah. to being benched. And also to make sure he understands the system. Because Sean Payton's not going to put someone out there that's just like, so this is the one where I throw the throw the streak right and they're like no no this is a curl and then you also have an in and then there's there's a guy running in the flat so the streak who's running that one because i'm gonna throw well, it in that general direction being real too the only way Taysom hill is winning that job is if he went out there and absolutely lit it up yeah like and up, like, possibly james gets and, injured you know like yeah yeah it was classic nfl coach overthinking and that overthinking fed into the entire environment where it was like completely and utterly obvious that Jameis Winston was the far superior quarterback. Oh yeah. There that was, Taysom there was Hill never is not a good quarterback, but he's a gadget guy. They're going to keep him as the gadget like guy. Yeah. So, well, they're but, ki- but they my are, question but that contract is barely worth the paper that's written. On. Yeah. My, my question well, is, is four years, a hundred million, considering it's zero years, the zero team million that New Orleans has now, does Jameis make them contenders? Yes. Yeah. More than Taysom Hill does for sure. Not, yeah, not comparative so. to Taysom Hill, but just comparative no, think, to the rest of the league. FC, yeah. yeah. Not Super Bowl playoff though. Playoff contenders. I'm interested because I, I, I haven't wrapped my head around it yet because we haven't done the uh, our official our official um, predictions, which we will do. I know Robbie's just so looking forward to that um, to see where I fall with the Saints because I'm I'm kind of still on the border even with Jameis in there about playoffs or not playoffs. They have the defense to do it. I think. I don't, was that I defense, mean, was that secondary, defense playing though? Like, are they going to play at the same level suspect. they did last year? Because I think they the looked. At, they all suspects. looked at Drew Brees and they go, "Man, we got it. We got to put our boy Drew and give him the best chance and play with a little bit more urgency, a little more fire." And and maybe I'm reading that wrong, but yeah. But then you realize that Drew Brees had no arm left. No, he was. Peyton Manning in the last year of Peyton Manning's career where it's just like, oh, that's a nerf with, ball. With that, less, oh, yeah. that's a nerf with ball less of an arm. <laughs> less of an arm. Yeah, right? Like, 
I think I honest and as insane as this sounds, Jameis Winston has always had a problem with turnovers, right? That's what always has killed his career. Oh, he's got otherwise, a lot of loose. He's he's got a huge arm. Oh yeah. It's he's pretty accurate. He can move. He's again he put up arguably one of the single greatest quarterbacking seasons in college football history in 2013. The guy has the skills to do it. But his problem has always been like, I can do it. I can throw it. I can throw it. I, ha! Oh, that's not where I wanted that ball to go. Well, it's, it's the Brett Favre syndrome. <laughs> reception. Like, Whoops. Oh, it's, I, I can fit it into that window. Oh, no shit. The other oh, guy. Maybe oh, I can't. I can't. <laughs> oh, I just got tackled from behind and lost the ball. Ah, shit. Yeah. Like if he can cut back on the d- cut his turnovers in half. <laughs> 30, I realize that 30, still makes him 15 interceptions. That's which is but you'll still take, like, and that's not counting the fumbles that he also had that that last if you year. Can, in Tampa. If he can cut both of those numbers, if he can cut both those numbers in half, so if he has maybe an interception a game on average and a fumble every other game, <laughs> you'll that's take so it. No, I know that's the sad part about it. <laughs> here's the here's the thing about it because if you look at NFL uh, average. Like the bottom half of the league is worse than that. The TD oh, yeah. to interception ratio usually is Agreed. upside down. I mean, I mean and, the, that, and that's what made Tampa Bay so good that one year is that they were just putting points up in bunches because they were giving points up in bunches because of the positions that that defense was left in. So, yeah. I mean, Drew Locke led the NFL last year with 15 INTs. You yeah. get Jameis down to that? Yeah. He's throwing three times as many touchdowns as Drew Locke. Yeah. Oh, so it's I, I think that's that's what you have to be able to do. Now, did LASIK do it? I don't know. We're gonna find out, I guess, if if that was his entire problem, is that he's just slightly nearsighted or whatever. But I think the city he's just of, dumb, but. for the city of New Orleans, I hope that that eliminates at least ten of those interceptions. <laughs> like then the LASIK has paid for itself and we're good to go, you know. Everyone will be going to see that LASIK doctor, whoever he is or they are, you know, whatever. Yeah, he might make a he might make a references alone at that point. Like, well, man, if Jameis improves that much, I solved Jameis Winston. (laughs) (laughs) Just put that on a billboard. (laughs) Oh, well, we brought up Locke and he's locked down in the number two spot. In Denver. Wah, wah, wah. <clears throat> and who, who's Tino, the starter? Since you're there, Teddy? since you're there, let me, let me just, let me just put it this way. Girl, what is you doing? <laughs> I, I, I have mean, no this idea. Is one of the most incompetent things ever. Like you pass I, on Justin I do Fields. I understand. Pass on Justin Fields. How did Justin Fields get past them? Me, me and Robbie because... watched the draft together. Robbie is sitting on the same couch, I, I believe, that we that we watched this draft together. And I'm like, I know they're going to take a corner. I still don't understand why. Because Justin it's Fields is just sitting there. Because he's a franchise cornerback. Agreed. You don't find you don't find franchise cornerbacks. You find franchise. They, they've this never had a Payton franchise cornerback said. before, ever. Never had a franchise corner in their... In the history of the franchise, like 
That's what George Payton uh, literally said. He said, you can't find a oh, franchise quarterback, but you can get a franchise quarterback almost every year now. But we've been waiting every year now. Can you? You sure about that? Yeah. yeah. They've had they've had the most starting quarterbacks since Peyton Manning retired. That was a real thing. The Denver Broncos with Mr. Elway himself. This team has had the most starting quarterbacks since Manning retired than any other team. I'm convinced they're still gun shy because of Paxton Lynch. You keep firing. What did Bill Belichick do? What does he continue to do for his entire career in New England? Draft a quarterback pretty much religiously every other year. You keep giving it a shot. Take the Kobe approach. Like, you know, you just keep shooting. Yeah, I just... I was like, I mean, as soon as I saw Fields get past the Broncos, I was in my head like trying to yeah. send, you know, tel- telepathic waves to the Steelers front office and be like, <laughs> I, okay, now you I, guys go go move up in the draft now. Go get it. I, I thought that would have been great. Like I was sitting there looking around like if I'm any other team that's looking at a quarterback, I am on the oh, phone yeah. right now going, what do you, what do you, oh, so yeah. what do you, what do you want? The Bears, the mm. Bears got an absolute steal. And they are going to waste it. They are going to. Oh, because of the Chicago Bears. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I like it, though. Yeah. I'm a a fan of Teddy Bridgewater, too. I've, like, I think Teddy Bridgewater had a string of bad luck that is, like, calling it a disservice to say it is just simple bad luck. (laughs) But I just don't. Like at this point in time in his career, he's a nice backup option. I do not understand what the Broncos are doing with this. Yeah. Well, Vic Fangio is trying to save his job. Well, then and draft Teddy Fields. The, then he's the safest fields. option. He drafts Fields, and Fields doesn't play well. Fangio's done. I well, you had luck, anyway. or you had luck. I mean, <sighs> uh, I, Vic Fangio is not a head coach. I'll just put it that way. No, he's not. He's this, He has no business being a head coach. This solidified it. The the circus that this was, is it going to be Locke? Is it going to be Ridgewater? It's like you had Locke in the building. You just go, no, we're sticking with Locke. We just want to I mean, make I don't sure know how you had, don't fire George Payton after this. Like, heads are going to roll after this season. Like, it's... I I, I will never how? understand it. I, I just won't understand <laughs> the logic the, behind this. How does it feel to watch just like one of the best defensive players of his generation get like two meaningful years in Denver. And then just the rest of it, just be like, Oh, this is just trash. This oh yeah. Sucks. Can I get out of this place now? Yeah. It's okay. They keep beefing up that defense though. <laughs> you know what? We need another corner. Yeah. No, they need uh, another receiver. Oh yeah. We should have drafted Tino, a receiver. Tino, oh, Tino, first come on now. Franchise cornerbacks. <laughs> yeah. Come on. I can't They're... believe somebody would actually say that. I cannot believe somebody will actually say that. I... <laughs> George Payton. I'm sorry. Is he scoring you at least 17 points a game? No. Then you draft the other guy. Yeah. Like I, my head explodes. Uh, We just did. We we like Sir Dan more and didn't even talk to Sir Dan during the whole draft process. They wanted to keep it low key. So no one would take like trade trade up to take him. No one was trading. So they didn't even talk to him. No one was trading. Because nobody thought they were going to take him. I mean, it was just—it's total mess. It was total well, auto draft, and way, way to go, Denver. I'm, I am, 
I am one year, maybe probably three years closer to those season tickets that I put in for a few years back after this team <laughs> continues to suck a little harder. So those season tickets are getting oh so close now. That's about that the only good news. It closer coming. and closer and closer every really, time. It huh? really does. really does. I think I put in for it in 2016 or 2017. So I'm, I'm probably a couple years closer now with uh, the decision to not draft Justin Fields. So props to that front office for looking out for the little guy trying to get season tickets. <laughs> Much appreciated yeah. Denver. Um, yeah, it's okay. I'll be at two of these games to see this, uh, this miraculous catastrophe in person this year. I'm super excited about it. So. And fran- see what a franchise cornerback really looks like. Oh yeah. And a quarterback. Cause I'm going to the chargers game. So see what a real quarterback play looks like in, oh, in person in Denver go. town. So that's well, exciting. I mean, Burrow's coming here. Oh yeah. I'm going to that game too. So as perfect. He, as soon as he's uh, assuming he's still not hurt. Yeah. I think he'll be better off this year. <sighs> Man. Hell of a show. Dan, the guest. Danny, appreciate having you. Hey, gentlemen, thank you for having me on. Always fun. You always have opinions. Yeah. It's very interesting. I mean, they're they're sometimes very wrong, but, you know, it's it's fine. We still like the entertainment. Cincinnati in the playoffs. I stand by what I said. Cincinnati. <laughs> You're going to owe me yeah. an unknown quantity of dollars when Cincinnati makes the playoffs in Indiana. All right. All right. Narrowly loses to Ohio State. All right. Listen, you know, you you put a oh, number together. You give me some odds, and uh, and we'll text about it. And uh, and I, I'm willing to put my money where my mouth is. Uh, if you are, you're willing to put a lot of things in your mouth. Ah, uh, well, you know, I do love burritos. Too far? Not yet. Not <laughs> yet. <laughs> All right. Well, this is this is good. This is good. Yeah. Well, and then next week. Yeah, next week we'll uh, be doing our season predictions. Is it already next week? Oh yeah, it yeah, is. next Holy Thursday, hell. Friday, Friday. By the time we get the podcast out, it's oh, Friday. Oh yeah, Friday. I need at least we'll Thursday be making night. the prediction. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Whatever. <sighs> Anyways, <sighs> tune back in as we finally play up potential playoff picture, which we'll up soon. We'll probably get wrong. <laughs> Don't jinx us like that. Jeez, I have faith I, in I my honestly... predictions. Don't just speak for yourself, okay? I, okay, fine. I will speak for myself. I will get this wrong spectacularly. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for stopping by. Follow us on the Twitterverse at the Unrequested, or email us at theunrequestedpc.com. Don't forget to tell a friend about us and to hit the subscribe button for our podcast. Give us some reviews as well. Reviews. For myself, Robbie, Tino, yep, and guest, <laughs> whose name <laughs> is now guest. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah.